Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have one of my closest friends for it's been, I guess, like four or five years. I have Liz Samuel yeah. is here. Uh-huh. So happy to be here. Finally on. Sorry it took me so long. Oh my gosh. You're busy doing amazing spiritual work and making everyone laugh. So, <laughs> well, so Liz and I met at the, how would we describe Parents. it? Oh, uh, right. A, a web series. It was like, so parentsociety.com, which is a popular parent website, they decided to do a separate video um, edition that's yeah. no longer, I don't think, there. I don't think so. And um, so when they started it, this guy, Jason, started a couple different web series. Yeah. And in the auditions, um, we both got cast for, for different. different ones. Yeah. Yeah. But right. but some together. Yes. And we just immediately oh my clicked. God. Yeah. Yes. We were like, just right away. Oh, my God. This chick is awesome. <laughs> yes. I remember one of the first things that spoke to me was the way you talked about your husband. I was like, oh, you're still in love with your husband. <laughs> oh, like, I remember right. that? I was like, yes. oh, you actually like him. I'm like, oh, my God. I think I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you're probably one of those people that you've you've reminded me that like you know really? sometimes you just go you go 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 and you're like oh I've been married for over 15 years and you forget you're like wait no I actually like my spouse yeah uh, you can love somebody but you can't you don't always like them I, I like them I really like the two of you together because yeah. you're both so funny but in totally different totally ways totally different ways because David's much more dry well he's yeah. from England he's English he's got that dry British wit and he uh He'll get you when you least expect it. He's not. He's not laughing afterwards. So you're not sure if he's, uh, if he's kidding around. I I know every. I know his nuances, and I yeah. know. And sometimes I don't think he's funny, even though I know that what he's saying would normally be funny. But in that moment, I'm not going to give him the laugh. That's real love, though. Oh yeah, I'm just like. Okay. Fake no. love is when you're always like, ah, no, that would be terrible. No, no, and I, you know, a lot of times. He'll be funny, but I, I don't need to laugh at it. He's not looking for people to laugh. Yeah. He's it's it's he's looking for people to get it and in their heads be like, yes, that was very good. <laughs> I like when you do the British accent. <laughs> I can't help it every time I think. No, about I love it. it. Like, I love it. It's David. <laughs> <laughs> I can try, but I'm so bad at accents. <laughs> it's David. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, think I. If you put an I, um, in for anything, if you're like, oh, there's like I see you have painted an octopus on your wall, right? Mm-hmm. And if just think I, so like. Octopus. 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 Why did my voice have to get and real? Like, Octopus. Uh, Kate Wolf. Like, I don't know. It goes Kate to like the Wolf. roof of your mouth. Like Kate uh, Wolf. It opens up. If you think I, for some reason, uh, and the reason, <laughs> there's that, do you know that kid's song? Like, I like to eat apples and bananas. Yes. And then you do all the, but when you get to oh. I, you always sound British. Oh, I didn't know that. I like to eat apples and bananas. Oh. Right? And you're just yeah. adding, you're just making it with the I vowel and that like makes you sound British. So. That's everyone's homework who's listening. You got to sing that song and yes! try a British accent. Um, <laughs> but you know, I really, I really just liked that. 
because unfortunately you don't meet a lot of people who still really enjoy their spouses. I'm sure there are a decent amount, but, yeah, but I could just tell. I yeah. even see just amongst like, you know, we, we have lots and lots of um, friends, coupled friends. And, um, you know, I think that sometimes it gets more and more private, the love. Um, that They don't show other people. And, you know, you might think, oh, that couple doesn't even seem to enjoy each other. But maybe they do at other times. You, um, But I do see in other couples, um, like, wow, they're always smiling next to each other. Like, yeah. you know that they feed off each other's energy, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then there are other couples that you're like, hmm. Yeah. They should stay- have gotten divorced five years ago. We're like, they're staying together for the kids. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. Oof. I mean, I guess yeah. I was close to that life for you were a second. Oh, yeah, more than a second. But I was, you know, and I understand it because I felt very stuck. I felt, yeah, you know, I had, a, I remember I left when Shane was two. But at that point, I had like a countdown of like 16 more years oh, until no, I can go. Terrible. And you can't live like that. No way. No way. I, I, I mean, I think I have like a pact with myself that if things, it's, they're definitely, it's never gotten to that point. But like if yeah. there was ever like, really where I felt out, fell out of love with my husband, which I don't see happening. But like if I fell out of love, if things weren't right, if things weren't and it went on for a while, like six months or so, no, you can get counseling and stuff. But I, a lot of times people who go through marriage counseling, it's sort of the way to break up Amy, you know, amicably. amicably. Um, instead of it, it's it's usually you're headed towards divorce. I Interesting. Think. Yeah. I, I was thinking about couples counseling yesterday and I don't First of all, I don't have much experience, so yeah. I'm saying this from a place of fantasy thought. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? right. But I think couples counseling, it depends on the relationship. It depends on the people. But yeah. I think it can actually be really helpful to have a third party if it's not – if you're not just using it when things get bad necessarily, right. but like almost like good maintenance. I think it's always nice to have – a third party who has a different perspective can actually be helpful if you are in love. I don't know. I think sometimes counseling Although, can really help. You're, pro- I'm sure you're right in certain situations. I feel like um, it depends on the couple. Like, I feel like everybody should be doing their own work on themselves. And I think that that can help your marriage by working on yourself to understand the other person. But sometimes if you're... I think that if you, and I've never been in couples counseling, but if I imagine that if I were to bring my husband to a couples counseling or we go together, um, I would think that some things would come up that actually they don't really need to know how I feel about that. Like, That's so funny. Yeah. And then it might, it might like bring up stuff that actually is not that important because I even sometimes feel the pressure with a therapist to, to kind of bring up stuff, even if it's not really bothering me because I'm like, I'm paying for this. Nothing's really bothering me this week, but let's bring something up. And all of a sudden you're like uncovering stuff and you're forcing it a bit. And I feel like Hmm. I wonder if that would happen in in a marriage. And then all of a sudden it becomes an issue that's not an issue. That's so funny. I didn't ever think of it that way. For me, well, first of all, I think in any couple, which is essentially what you started with, is both individuals need to be doing work on themselves. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. And and really going deep within and growing together. Um I think I think everyone should be in therapy. That's yeah. just something I, I believe. Agree. Oh yeah. So if both parties are kind of whether it's therapy or whatever they're doing to make themselves yeah. happy, 
I think two healthy, happy individuals who are not enmeshed. Enmeshment, you really have to have your separate lives as well. But I think yeah. that makes a good relationship. But I'm I'm kind of down for couples counseling. Not for every couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but I might- could see myself, I think, doing that even in a healthy relationship. I don't know. I actually think it might be best for newer couples, like mm. fresher couples, to like work stuff out. Like before making a decision to get married. Like... Because I feel like once you're – because then you like know – you're like putting it out there. You're talking about it. You're discussing it. And then by the time you get through all of it and yeah. you still want to get married and you still want to be together or you want to make that commitment together, you're like, we just dealt with all this stuff. Yeah. Like, Whereas I feel like to if there isn't anything really – if there aren't any issues that are really bubbling to the surface and you just decide like we should just – after 15 years of marriage, let's try couples counseling. You might like bring up stuff that's not – yeah, who knows? Once again, knows? it's probably such a unique thing for each situation. Each, yes. But definitely everybody should go to therapy. Yeah. Everybody. I don't care if you think like, oh, uh, I'm I'm Teflon. Nothing bothers me. Um, I think that it's, it's growth and it's good for you. And um, I think that you find things, you learn about yourself and the world. Yeah. And other people that way. Yeah. I think also like, you know, when you've been in a relationship or, or no matter no matter how long you're in a relationship for, you don't want to have to always rely on a third party to get you through the fight. I think it's about learning the tools that both of you learn how to kind of express what you're going through and yeah. work it out yourselves. But like I went to therapy with my dad this year and it's kind of trickling out in a good way. But we went um, about four times um, to really develop mm-hmm. not just the skills or the tools to learn how to talk to each other, but we needed that third party to feel safe at first. Oh, yeah. Getting it out for both parties. Like it was scary for me to say what I needed to say. And it was scary for my dad. And I think I love how I always talk about this and never even asked him if it's OK. But I think he assumes knowing that I'm his daughter. Is he listening? Would he listen to this? He probably. Hi, dad, if you're listening, because it's something. It, <laughs> hi, <for> me, dad. <laughs> for me, it's something that really impressed me about my dad, that he was willing to go because not. Yeah, that's huge. It's huge, especially like men who are in their 60s and 70s who typically kind of did not express their feelings and I'm not saying he was completely like that but he's of that generation for him to agree to do it because our relationship had gotten very strained he agreed to do it and handled it so gracefully so it's something when I bring it up it's not it's me more like that's an amazing thing that I wish more people yeah could do but a lot of us are are kind of scared to say to our parents, yeah. like, I would love to go to a couple therapy sessions with you to to yeah. say, yeah. I think if you're if you're thinking about it, just do it. You know, if if you're on the fence, like, go go. That's important. Yeah. And find a good one though, because if you get a bad therapist, oh yeah, oh yeah. I had one that um, <laughs> I I stuck with her for a year and a half, but she was habitually late like 20 minutes late really and I started to get so stressed out about her being late every time and she never would say anything like sorry I'm late and then I and then the session I couldn't like I was so Mm -hmm. angry about her being late and I'm not a person that's like always on time I know like I know that but it was driving me crazy because I was like paying to be there and like she was the professional (laughs) and if you're supposed to be in an environment where you're opening up oh god you're holding back anger it's like (laughs) I was like I'm angry for the first half an hour of this yeah it's like ridiculous but yeah that was um 
But I found I found that in those situations, it's almost always the lesson to speak up, even when you're feeling you can't. But it's yes. like, but here you are in a therapy session. You're like, wait, now I have to speak up to my therapist. Yeah. But sometimes that's the yeah. case. Is like, yeah, yeah, life saying you're allowed to be you it's like wait I need a therapist to deal with my other therapist please. yes how should I speak to that person oh, I think you should make it an I statement when <laughs> yes that's great that's great uh, but yeah so Liz actually got into a car accident <laughs> yesterday yeah. um you can tell everyone what happened I was trying to do everything and be everywhere and I left my kids thinking pat on the back I the, secu- the sitter is secured. All activities are on the schedule. Everybody knows where they need to be. Mom is free. And so I thought, great. I hopped in the car and I drove to Jersey City, which I don't, I'm not that familiar with Jersey City, but I was headed to this screening. Um, and I, I thought, I thought that, um, you know, okay, I have so much to do tonight. Um, I have to get into the city later for this workshop. Um, but I'm going to try to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I was just minding my business and a guy T-boned me. And I I was fine. I'm physically fine. Um, I just, I felt really strangely calm afterwards. I think mainly because I knew I didn't cause the accident. Yeah. And I didn't, maybe I just was thinking... I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know how it happened. Like, I know how it happened. He T-boned me. He wasn't paying attention. He went through a stoplight probably. And as I was driving and minding my business, he just turned into me. But it stopped me on my way to this screening, which I wasn't I, – I wonder if I wasn't meant to go to that screening. Yeah. Um, I got there late, which didn't really matter that much. Um, yeah, and I think that sometimes the universe sends you – a reason to like say like stop hold it up slow down yeah um i i didn't i went went about the rest of my evening went into the city afterwards went to the workshop got home at midnight had flashes as i laid in bed last night of the accident and then this morning woke up with a little tiny bit of neck pain um but i'm okay and the car needs to be dealt with and i have to deal with police reports and i have to deal with the the annoyance of it really yeah and I already have so many things on my plate that I feel like I was sent this as a, well, then slow the F down. Yeah. Because you can't do everything and you can't be everywhere. And yet I still find myself like this morning while trying to deal with the car stuff, trying to still get everywhere and be everything to everybody. <laughs> Just remember it takes time to implement big lessons yeah it's now so in your system you're so aware of this slowing down and needing to say no to certain things yeah I think the big thing that I'm seeing because a lot of people this uh it keeps getting more and more intense the universe is like cranking up the volume oh yeah and I think a lot of people are being forced deeper into their bodies to really listen to what the body and the heart is telling them yeah and it's what you're saying it's like First of all, it takes time. So, of course, the next day doesn't yeah. mean you're going to be totally just cancel, 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 yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it is probably getting more into your body about, like, you're going to take more time even answering if someone asks you, oh, can you do this audition? Can you do me this favor? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Really feeling into it. And 
letting yourself know it's okay to really say no. Yeah, I need to learn no. Um, and I need to learn to prioritize. And, um, I, you know, we do get thrown these lessons from time to time. I've had these lessons thrown at me before, not in the form of a car accident, but in other ways. And I have been forced to slow down at those moments and, and it does last for a little while. And then you get another life remind, life lesson. We had um, over the weekend, um, we had to fly down to Florida for a family bar mitzvah. And um, so much was going on there. Um, Oliver, my son, who's going to be 10, he, he got really sick, like vomiting and fever and was like really like laid out cold. It was pouring rain down there. And on top of it, like we missed my mother, who's now gone, who was like the glue to this family down there. And so like a lot of this like, and the weather's been bad here and then the political climate. So there was like, just in the past few days, there's just been kind of like this like, ah, uh, and maybe I, and I'm very sunshiny and very happy and very positive. Mm-hmm. And I almost think like the universe was like, I'm going to give you one last push, like with this accident last night, to look around you. And not to like make me sad, but to be like, not everything is so rosy. Like, yeah. I, I think it's great to, I'm, I'm glad I'm a positive person, but maybe I needed some darkness to show me the balance. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I love that you said that because I think a lot of us try to skip certain types of grieving processes. Yeah. Um, not just with, I mean, obviously the biggest one is your mother passed right. and that's a huge, huge loss. Right. That's like the ultimate. The ultimate. And then we have other things that, you know, are even quote unquote easier to skip over. Yeah. And I think, yeah, because you are naturally cheery. Yeah. And and a lot of it's authentic and a lot of it is what we've been taught as kids to smile. Don't show people you're upset. It makes us uncomfortable, you yeah. know, because um, I'm similar with you as yeah. we're always like, ding, ding. But then sometimes we're like, wait, I don't want to be smiling. I'm actually really upset or anxious or whatever. So I do think it's great. First of all, your awareness is incredible of seeing this accident. Because these things can happen to people and they're just like, oh, it was just an accident. Not going to look deeper into myself to see what maybe the message is in it. And you're getting a lot of messages and it's only been not even a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to stay very in tune. Um I think after losing my mother, uh, too, I look for signs. I always look for signs um, from her or from the universe of why things are happening the way they're happening and why someone's in my life for that, re- you know, at that time. And and I think that if you, uh, I don't know how to explain this, and you probably have a better way of like, it's almost like riding like a wave, like don't dive deep into it, just kind of like ride it ride it and and feel why they're there for you like why is this happening to me and why but don't like don't look how do I explain this like uh like something that moves like don't look directly at it oh interesting do you know what I mean like just let these things come to you you know that things are coming to you from the universe don't look directly at it. Kind of feel around it. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's making any sense, but to me, I it don't makes know. Sense. I mean, maybe to someone else, they're fully getting it. The way I would explain what I've been trying to do with my approach lately mm-hmm. is, and maybe I'll explain it. Maybe, yeah. maybe it won't make sense to you, but yeah. maybe it's the same thing of like I'm trying to let things arise naturally because yeah. I'm a big forcer. 
or was M right. transitioning. Right. Um, meaning like I thought I had to be the one always like on the go and making yes. these things happen. And if I got an impulse like, yeah. oh, I should be doing more, I would run to my computer yeah. and email and do what I needed to do. And it's not that I don't, you know, I, I still move forward. But I do it in a way where I'm really in my body and feeling in a more like gliding. That's why I was like. I think we're talking about the same thing. Right? I where think you like it's, glide it's with not, it. It's not yeah. like directly hitting on every single point and like answering every little thing. I think it's like a, right, I think it's like a glide, like a wave. And it's like all that stuff is there, right? It's like let it find its way like naturally to the to you instead of. Yes. You know, and all that stuff is all around anyway, but forcing it is um is too jarring. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't produce the results, the the positive results. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I and I'll tell you more details about what I'm about to say after this. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I have to I can't go too detailed. Okay. Cuz I try to uh as best I can protect people's identities yes. I guess now it sounds like I'm gonna like a CIA and that's no, recording no. <laughs> um as if it's like that deep I'm like I gotta protect the people but um <laughs> but yeah like something I'm learning um is about breaking old habits um and really feeling into when you need to walk away from something when it's time to enter something and really listening to the push and the pulls of your own body and life. It's like the waves kind of that you're yeah. describing like, oh, I'm being pulled in now. Yes. Oh, okay, now I'm being pulled. <clears throat> Without the panic of like, oh my God, I'm being pulled in. Is that, Am I going to get drowned? Right. Like, or, oh God, it. I'm being pushed away. I'm, yes, yeah. totally. The ebb and the flow, the natural ebb and flow of what is being brought to us and what yeah. is being sent away from us. Yeah, and I'm really trying to listen because in my past, I would force, especially with men, that's my, the love addiction has always been for me, mm-hmm. my heroine of choice. <laughs> yeah. And... I would meet a man and I'd have that insane pull. Like it was for whatever reason, whether he was representing my inner anger and through our dynamic, it would come out like whatever it was, I was pulled. And instead of really following the ways I'd be getting pulled, but then there'd be this push like, Ooh, like I'd see red flags and the, 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 push away would come but then I'd override it mm. because I was so thirsty and desperate for connection at any cost mm-hmm. I was like fuck this can't slow down yeah um I need to jump in these waves and it never ever yielded the results I was looking for which at the end of the day is a loving respectful in relationship relationship right um and now I'm really starting to implement in a much better way because I've done healing work um, okay, you don't need to jump into those waters so thirsty for what you need um, because, yeah, I, I've built the space to sit with more discomfort. So even if the pull's still there, like, jump in, do yeah. this. I'm like, no, 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 dip your toes in, feel it out, yeah. take a step back. Like, nothing needs to be that much of a rush. Yes. Yes, I think that's really, um, it's true. And I think that there's a lot of gems to be found um, when you when you slow down. Yeah. Um, you notice more and you can get more gifts. More gifts. Yeah. Um, and I. Yes, I, I love that. Right. And I think that like even um, being a parent, you know, we get so busy with running around and getting to every activity. But I've been trying to find these moments where um, 
I let's say I'm at my daughter's softball game and like I'm really not a fan of sitting and watching sports. I don't care what it is. Liz, like I me like fucking either. No. I get in trouble <laughs> because I can't seem to pay attention to her even I'm like, oh my God, she's it's up at that. I better do It's quote this. unquote terrible, right? It's we feel like, terrible, oh, but God, I it's cannot. Painful. It's, like, <laughs> it's so painful. I'm like, oh God, there's a game. Oh. But um, but anyway, I I did I did try to find a moment where I was sitting there and I was like, wow. Look at my child using strength in a game with people, connecting with the other players, on a team with other girls, supporting each other. I love her. She's doing great. I'm proud of her. It was like a few seconds of like, be in the moment. Okay, you don't like the sport, but just like, just be in the moment and like take it for a second. Even like, you know, the kids coming home from school. Oh, what do we got to get to? No, hold on. Yeah. I like stopped Oliver the other day. He ran over to the couch to turn on the TV and I was like, stop, hold it up. How are you? How was your day? I love you. Give me a hug. Okay, now you can turn the TV on. Yeah. Like I think we have to really take those moments and and take a breath and like – be present, even if it's for a few seconds, just be present for everything, even like driving the car. I mean, yeah. maybe I wasn't, maybe in the, when the accident happened, I was like, where's the place? Where's the place? Where am I going? Where's the place? You know, even if it's a no, you know, it's not like my fault that this guy T-boned me, but, you know, maybe it's my fault that I wasn't like just in a relaxed, I'm driving there. I'm doing the best that I can. Instead, it's like this constant feeling of like, am I going to get there on time? Am I going to get there on time? You know, yeah. yeah. So to slow down, pay attention, ride the wave. Yeah. Don't no, I think we both got yeah. to what you were. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Riding the waves, but it's so hard, and I've been dealing with a ton of heartbreak coming up, and um, you know, I there was a current situation that triggered old heartbreak. So it's it's the it's the current for sure thing happening. Pick the scab. Yeah, yeah. So and there's no blame there. It's not like a, you know, and that's also interesting is I've stopped blaming, which almost allows so the good. deeper heartbreak to come up even more in a healing way because when you're blaming, your energy's going into that person should change, that person did this. And when you just go, "Hey, we're both just playing a role in this." Um suddenly you can really feel just the heartbreak of when something's not working out mm-hmm. that you deeply want yeah. to. And it brings you just to that thing of life of like, why do these things happen? Yeah. Why aren't things always so pretty? And, yeah. you know, like, you know, just, and then it brings you to the deepest thing, which is death and like yeah. trying to get okay with not just your own death, but your loved ones. And, mm-hmm. and like, you know, I look at Shane and, I know you do with your kids, like they're getting older so quickly and you're like, wow, time really is fleeting and, and yet trying to slow it down and just being present in that moment. I forget where I heard this, but either I read it in a book or I saw it in a movie or I feel like it's kind of recent, but someone said, um, I'm a time traveler. And, and they said, what do you mean? You're not a time, there's no such thing. And it's like, no, I am a time traveler. Um, and they explained that. When you are very present in a moment, you're so present that in 20 years from now, when you think back at that memory, it's so fresh, you can travel back in time. And I really, really feel like that's true for certain moments in my life when someone said, literally at your wedding, stop and smell the roses. And I kind of laughed at them at the time, but I went over to my table 
and I remember smelling the flowers and I can, I can still to this day smell the smell, feel the feel. And to me, that is time travel. I can travel back. And so if you can take special moments in your life and really hold on to that in that moment, you will be able to time travel backwards. I don't know about the forward future, but you can time travel backwards. You can go back. Um, and so it's, um, I wonder what it was from. I feel like I saw it recently and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're all time travelers. But you won't be a time traveler if you don't stay present. Yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful way of putting it. And I totally believe in that. And I think we all have moments where, for whatever reason, the memory's so crisp, you know, and we can go back. And I kind of talked about that time traveling thing when it comes to healing Mm -hmm. of like, you often have to, not necessarily through like exact memory, but through the feeling of like a lot of times. And that's what's going on with the heartbreak is like this really young heartbreak Mm. um, that happened when I was two, three, four, you know, is, is here. It's like a time traveling pain that's still locked in my body and needs to be released. Um, it's, and I did this quote, it's by like, um, this girl, Nikki star, but she said, sometimes heartbreak is the perfect medicine. And until you really let yourself grieve and feel places that you thought you were over and they could be really, really young, um, you're not really able to fully integrate your truest yeah. parts of yourself until you really feel it. And there's so many people who can speak, like yeah. they can read these healing books and speak it perfectly. But until you really are able to listen to your body and your heart and take yeah. care of yourself and say the no's that you need to say, mm-hmm. you don't really even know where you're being directed. Then you can't even listen to the inner pull and push of the waves. And it makes me think of the moon because here you have this moon that really helps direct the tide. Yeah. And the moon, according to some spiritual people, was literally almost organically placed here by like extraterrestrials. I know we're getting crazy. But to help us ride the waves and to not fall so dark and deep into our own darkness, it almost helps us find the light within the tide. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for a lot of us, we live our life by obligations mm. and this guilt of what we think we should do and, mm-hmm. and these fears that make sense you know, direct us like, oh, but if I say no to this person, you know, they give me this amount of money and I'll, I'll lose the money or, oh, they give me this kind of support. And then all of a sudden that's going to go. And will I be okay on my own? Like, I think it really comes down to building this foundation of self-worth in yourself and knowing that you really are okay, quote unquote, on your own. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you should, oh, everyone should have a great support system, but it has to be with people where there aren't really quote unquote, strings attached. Totally. You know, when, when, it, when there's this thing you of like, still be yourself. yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I think as you get older, um, if you're doing, you know, your own work on yourself, um, you do learn, um, the kind of people that, that are good for you, the kind of people that you, you should be around. Yeah. Um, and you recognize the poisonous people. Um, I had to make a few mistakes along the way uh, with some people to find out like, oh, I see the pattern with that type of person. Yeah. And that person is really bad for me. That type. 
Yeah. Um, Do you think, though, that that type could be not poisonous for someone else? Totally. Yeah. I think that that like that. Per- I think in my experience, some of these people are dealing with a lot of their own demons. Yeah. And probably could during the times that they're having their their during the times when the, the, their most dark itself is uh, is is out there and um I think that they can poison a lot of people but um I think there are people who don't notice it or it won't affect because it just like and that's almost a problem though right because oh because I have noticed that where someone who feels pretty poisonous to me looks like they're doing fine with someone else and Remember, fine is an external thing often. Like, totally. oh, the, they're doing great. Look, it's like things are so much deeper under the surface. So things yeah. can look, I mean, especially in now the, the age of Instagram and Facebook, like oh, yeah. we have an ability to make everything look so shiny and pretty. But um, going with your gut on people oh, yeah. often is just the best way to go. And if something feels off, it probably is. Oh, it totally. And I, I definitely was way too trusting. You know, going back 10 years ago, oh my goodness, the stuff I have learned. Um, so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm glad that those poisonous people were in my life for a little time so that I'm aware of it now. And now I don't, I don't get, um, I know how to protect myself from those people. And it, it takes a long time to possibly get them to understand the message that I'm not open to having them in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and repeatedly, I'm going to have to keep, you know, pressing on with this. But I am um, I'm true to myself and I feel um, a strong resolve about it. So if I just, you know, you have to like, you have to keep up that Teflon or keep up that, um, don't let that person in. Yeah, healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Like, yeah. Do you, you think nice those, stuff. do you think those, a lot of, and I already feel like I'll tell you what I think, but I want to hear your opinion. Do you think these people who feel very poisonous can heal and change where you see them in five or 10 years and they no longer I think have if that? They've, if they've, I think that it's possible because I think everybody, um, I think being human, everybody, unless you have something that's like off, like in your, if, if you're, in wired, your brain chemistry, yeah, yeah. Or, if you're like, you know, in the average, normal spectrum of yeah you know I think that you really can um you can heal and you can change I do believe that people can change um they have to really desire it they and have, have that desire, intent and do the work awareness yeah um the people that I'm thinking of that I had issues with I think that I don't know what they're up to right now but I would like to think that they've come to a re- I hope that they've come to a realization um, that that there, there's a reason why there's a pattern in their life where they've hurt so many other people and that maybe they've gone, they've tried to get help. So um, I'm not usually a person to say like I pray for them, you yeah. know, but I do now because there's so much distance. I do try to send vibes yeah. to those people like, I hope you've figured yourself out. I hope you're okay because – it's not good for the rest of the world. I'm okay from you because I'm not going to have you in my life anymore. But I hope you're not doing too much other damage out there. Um, I do hope that for those people. Yeah. I hope that they've found help. And I hope that everybody's, you know, I, and with, with, with the political climate at, such as it is, I think that it's going to have people um, dig deeper. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think that um, all that darkness is going to have will have people seeking the light. I um, love that way of putting it. I agree. It's like opening up, you know, wounds, dealing with them and healing them the right way, stitching them up the right way instead of the way it was stitched up before maybe. Yeah, no band-aiding. It's no like band-aiding. really going like, deep go, to the root. Yeah, let's go to the root. Let's fix it. And I think that's what's going to hopefully come out of all this. Um, I believe that. And I love when I went to your house not long ago, you had this beautiful like light sign where you can change the phrases yeah. and it said nothing is impossible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and that's what it makes mm-hmm. me think of because a yeah. lot of people get very um, cynical and pessimistic about people changing. Yeah. And um, I think some people don't change. And I think that's because they truly actually don't desire it and to push them. Um, they can change. Hurts both of you. Yeah. yeah. They just don't want to. Yeah. But yeah. I think that if someone truly wants to change, truly, yeah. um, that anything is possible. Yes. And I think, you know, beyond that, I think just magic in general is here. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, we can yeah. get even weirder with anything's possible. I think like yeah, yeah. Anything. this dimension's filled with a lot more than we see. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, you sh- you know, it, it takes a paradigm shift in thought to to realize some of this stuff if it's not something that you've been entertaining before. But um, I do think that uh, it doesn't matter if you're five years old or 55 years old. I do think that you can, you can look, listen and, and, and heal yourself and, um, and slowly bit by bit change. Um, Yeah. I think you have to be really willing to see some ugly parts of yourself, your own inner Trump. That, as yes, I say, totally. Um, you have to yeah. see it, look at it, face it, um, acknowledge it, and and work on it, and then, and maybe it won't completely go away, but at least there's recognition. Like I think that that's a lot of things about therapy too. Like you might be talking about the same thing, same themes for a long time, but at least you get to a point where you're like. Okay, I know I do that. I'm okay with that. Like I know that that's a part of me. Um, facing the demon and being like, ah, all right, I'm going to work on it. But instead of like beating yourself up about that demon, yeah. being like, hi, demon. I know who you It doesn't have to be that cheery. It's like there's a balance like, between yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to beat myself up where I'd be like, I can't believe I just saw this. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a monster. And I don't go to like, oh, Look at this ugly part. Like, no, no. It's right. more of like, okay. All right. I this see lives you. in me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it love because it's a young, scared, terrified place that's yeah. trying to survive. Because that's yeah. that's where these things it's come fear. from. It comes from fear, right? Oh, yeah. I know. I think all the And most are unconscious. So like, yeah. even like cheating, which for yeah. me, I've been, uh, I've had in my life more than I'd like and mm-hmm. um, hurts. But at the same time, and there have been a couple circumstances, I don't want to say a couple, I guess there's been one where I was kind of the other woman, kind of, not really, but a bit where mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it. And in all those situations, no matter what role you're playing, there's an unconscious survival thing where you think you need someone's love and attention so desperately that you're willing to like um, risk your morality and integrity. Yeah for that and I've really tried to not just in myself but in others forgive and realize that when we are in survival mode Mm -hmm. we do things that aren't truly in alignment with our soul you know it's it's more of like I need to survive like I feel alone I you know and and then we do these things um yeah but it's hard it's hard to look 
Yeah, and and it's what makes us human is to have these flaw these flaws that we can look at and work on and become better because we recognize the flaws. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really getting to a place where I'm like really wanting to find a partner. Like I've always been there, but yeah. like I feel like it's been two years since my last breakup, and I've been yeah. fairly almost still loyal to this person in a weird way. Like. I don't mean weird like I'm trying to beat myself up but like the love connection was so deep and magical like it was so filled with this odd understanding that goes beyond Mm. yeah like you know what I mean like it was just this thing of like I could connect to him on so many levels and yet it just wasn't able for whatever reason to healthy healthily does that that a word exist in a healthy way yeah um in the physical world and it's just been really hard. I dated like one other person for like three, four weeks and it was really intense and great, but it just didn't stack up still to my ex. And I'm just getting to a point where I'm like, man, it would be so nice to find a partner where you are in love and you have that deep magic, but it's also held in a very safe container. Um, And safe doesn't have to mean like boring, just like, we're both going to be honest and really meet each other with yeah. honesty there. Like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like I could really deal and forgive a lot as long as I know yeah. at this point I'm being met with honesty and clarity yeah, w- and compassion on yeah. both ends. Like, I feel like, um, even like with my ex, you know, I feel like even in that I would still even be willing to look at it if I was met there in that space. Yeah. yeah. Because the space, like, I can go very, very deep and not everyone wants to to go to that place with me. And the thing that I really liked about him, although many times he didn't want to go there with yeah. me because I might have been going there in a way that was very um, negative sometimes, right. if that makes sense. But what I liked was, overall, he wasn't scared of the depths. And I just really eventually want to find a partner who wants to to swim in those waters with me. But yeah. a lot of people think they... Is he listening right now? Do you hear this amazing, magical <laughs> creature in front of me? I don't think he listens. <laughs> <laughs> he might be retro listening, But if though. you are, rate and subscribe. No. Wait, we're going to time travel right now. Oh, my gosh. You're, How are we going right? to time travel? I'm going to tell you because oh your future person that you meet is going to... You're going to be like, you have to listen to this. And I'm, here's a message for the future person who you're with. Like, oh, this is to them. We're sending this we're to, s- my, to my soulmate twin flaming right like you're going to be listening you're going to go back because you're going to be like you should listen to this podcast that we did Who- okay whoever you are you've been with Kate for a little while and she feels comfortable and safe to, to, to have you listen to this right now but you- I'm going to play it on the first date are you yeah. kidding no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to advise you not to do that yeah, um yeah. oh my gosh go if she slow, did boundaries. if she did it's just because she's trying to be funny uh <laughs> Liz, I love you. Just trying to defend me. Listen, she might come off as creepy, but she's She's really not. She's really not. And just trust in her. But um, the future message is that don't be scared to go deep. She's, and that's why you might look like a fierce tiger, which I am, but I'm also a little kitten. But you also might be listening to this like after you have such a deep understanding and you're just laughing at it right now and you're thinking, they didn't even go that deep. 
I bet they could go deeper because your future, your guy is like listening to this going like, Kate, we talk about so much more than this <laughs> yeah. and we really have gotten to places and you're like, see, but I grew with you. Yeah. And so that's where I think it's going to, you're going to listen back with your guy and laugh and laugh and go like, yeah, no, we are at an even like higher plane than we even expect that I even yeah. thought. So. Oh, that would be lovely. Thank yeah. you, Liz. Yeah. Sending you, sending Thank you, you the good energy. Well, that's the interesting thing too is like. When you go deep, it's not necessarily always the things you're talking about. It's this yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I've definitely, uh, I, I'm learning that where I'm like, you don't have to always talk about sacred geometry no. to feel like you're going deep. You can go deep with someone and be talking about food, but yeah. the level that you're connecting and yeah, meeting yeah, yeah. is moving you both so deeply. Yeah, totally. That, you know, and I think I still... I'm confused over that. Like, I think I've gotten a lot better, but like, I'm still at a point where if a dude's like, I have a crystal collection, I'm like, I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you want it so badly to, you want that connection so badly. You want the right connection so badly. But I do think that, um, you have to open up the channel within them. So it's like you may find someone and be like, you might think on the surface, like, I don't think there's somebody that can get that deep, but they, they just might need that channel unlocked. Yeah. Um, and I I find that with my husband who I've been with, I've known him for over 20, like 20, I've known him for over 25 years. And he's he still is not somebody who can really uh, talk about deep things and get, it just, it's, it's A, partially not comfortable to him and B, I think also just, it's not something in his brain that he um, really... I don't know. It's just not how he's wired. Um, I guess on some levels, maybe it's just locked in his subconscious maybe more. I don't know. Uh, but he's a very kind, he's the biggest heart. And um, and he's so in love with you. I, think, I know you're both in love with each other, yeah, but I no, can see the way he, he looks is. at you. And he's I think like, he is. And he really cares so deeply. But I find that as we, we've been together for so long, um, he's become accepting of the deeper channels, um, whether or not he can access them, we've become accepting of each other's um, own spirituality. Um, he knows that um, I, I, I might think about things a little bit deeper, and I, I also feel a connection to the universe on a much deeper level. Um, to him, he appreciates that I can do that. He cannot, and he's okay with that, Yeah, and he exists in within that. And I think that, but he did see, um, after losing my mom, who is like a surrogate, you know, American mom, because he's a, he's British. And I think that like, there was such a deep loss for him too, that he searches now for signs that she is there. And, um, I think for a guy who never could have, would, would laugh off things like, oh, I think my mom just sent me that sign. I think that he truly feels that there are signs and there is a deeper, there's something to the universe that is a mystery to him that he's finally looking at. I love that. Right? And even if that's all it is for the rest of his life, that he knows that there's a mysterious universe, that mysterious universe that is orchestrating some stuff. Yeah. As long, he's aware that, of that. He may not be able to dive deep into it and think about it and accept it and ride the wave and da, da, da. He, but as long as there's like some sort of awareness of it. Yeah. Um, and and a respect of it. And I think that's what it is too, is that I got to a certain point with David where 
he wasn't allowed to laugh at this type of stuff like yeah. spiritual spiritual stuff he was able he could look at it and say like oh I see that people can feel that yeah. and and I appreciate that he might not feel it himself but he now has an appreciation for it and respects respect yeah that's yeah. beautiful because yeah. you, you for me it would be impossible to be with someone who didn't respect yeah that part yeah. you know they don't have to be as fully in just yeah. like they might be into like anime or something you know what I mean right. I thought and you're the like, first uh, thing I thought of. Yeah. But, but like you don't have to like every single thing the other person likes oh my god but there no. should be enough yes. overlap yeah that you can enjoy a lot of activities you should together. be able to laugh with them oh yes I mean that is something that David and I don't have much in common I mean really not much when it comes to hobbies but we really can laugh together yeah we will turn on certain tv shows and we can really laugh and we laugh at you know that that that's that's the that's the key, right? You've got to find where the laughter is too. Um, Can you imagine if I introduced you to my new boyfriend and he had no sense of humor? That would be like Twilight Zone shit. Oh my god, it'd be so depressed for you. Yeah, that would be really sad. I'd be like, please, <laughs> no, you have to find her funny. Like, and so I have a friend who's uh, married and she is so funny, but to a certain to certain people, her husband knows that she thinks that she's funny. And calls her out on it and doesn't, I don't think he thinks that what she's saying is so funny, but he loves that she thinks that she's funny. And then that works. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. and I love that they have that relationship where he's like, <laughs> he laughs at her laughing at how funny she is. That's so funny. <laughs> Connections in general are so funny as to like yeah. what works, what yeah. doesn't work. Like, totally. And I've been thinking about it because I, I talked to my brother yesterday and I was like, what does real love feel like? Like, I just keep, I'm so curious. And it's so funny because it's going to be different for each person. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also such a big difference between like love and crush, like in love and obsession. Yeah. And love and, because, um, you know, you stop crushing on your significant other if it's been like many, many years. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. There are moments where I'm, I like have a little crush on my husband when he walks through the door sometimes. He's adorable. But, um, but in general, you don't, you don't usually stay in a crush or yeah. stay in that kind of mode. Um, but I, you have to recognize the difference because a crush is never love. Um, love can be obsession. Can, obsession. It's, I mean, it's just, well, that's the thing. It's like, not love. I totally, totally did love my ex, Tim. Like, totally. Yeah. I know that for sure. But there was also, from me, a huge quality of addiction and obsession. Yeah. And that's why it's, I don't doubt whether our love was real at all. I know that's true. But I wonder what that would have felt like if, it, if, if there was no addiction on either ends. And, yeah. and I mean, that's maybe an impossible question to answer. But I, I can't wait to experience a love connection that deep, but also... That doesn't have this like because when you're obsessing about your partner, um, usually it's because something's going on in that dynamic that you're scared of. That doesn't feel oh safe. God. It's slipping away, and you just want to grasp, grasp. Hundred percent. And I don't want to be ever again because I've done insecurity. that a lot of my life. It comes yeah. from insecurity. You start grasping and grasping and like, oh my god, I love him. And it's like, no, hold on, take a step back. Do you love yourself? I'm learning to love myself. <laughs> but yeah, love, that's gotta that's love the yourself. Thing. In order to be in love, I think you do have to love yourself. A hundred percent. You've got it because you have to recognize it and feel it and like, oh, like I feel good about myself. And then because if you start if you're in a place where you don't love yourself, it's gonna be very hard to open up your heart to someone else. 
Very hard. Well, that's what I'm learning is like, you know, in my heartbreak and even with the Tim stuff, when I think about what he gave, quote unquote, gave me, because gave me is a funny word because it's ultimately what arose in me in that dynamic. That's why he's saying gives funny. It's when I think about what he inspired within me. Yeah. I'm like, that's not gone. Like, first of all, our connection is going to be there forever, no matter what. He's going to end up being either a good friend or who knows what. But I'm like, that thing's not gone. I just need to find it in me. Yeah. So that liveliness, that thing. And and it's I'm telling spark. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've dated those three white dude rappers until I realized I was trying to fuck the white oh dude rapper God. out of me. Like, yes. Oh, yes. So I'm like, okay, yes. like, there's still parts of me that are being inspired they're, they're that being I need to integrate. To you for a reason. Yes. Um, I feel like there is someone that I met um, that years and years and years ago who had this artistic side that was so. I was like obsessed with like I just couldn't get over it. And I think that what that what that was that was sent to me because for the rest of my life I look at things differently. Um I look at the world in a more artistic way. I look at um I just think that when people are sent to you think twice about whether or not you're crushing on them, obsessing over them, or maybe they're sent to you to teach you something and to have you look at the world a different way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I think that it it, it um, inspires you to be a more creative person. If you like, let take those pieces from them. If you're if you're obsessing over somebody, like, right? What is it in them? What yeah. is it in them? Yeah, going deeper beyond yeah. the thing and like saying, yeah, like what's actually going on in me? You want and not you falling into be that, that trap. Person. Maybe it's that sometimes, right? Maybe maybe you just want to be them. It could be that, or it could be. It's that, or it could be that in a slightly different form, which yeah. is like a part of them. A part of them. You're like, yeah. I wish I had that part of them. I want Even if that it's in the myself. Anger. Like yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. how do wow. I express anger the way they're expressing wow. it? Yes. Even if it it's hurting me, you're like, Take wow. Take it as inspiration. Yeah. Don't fall for it. Just yes. Like, yeah. But that's where I yeah. think a lot of us get stuck. Is is we think, oh my god, without if you get into the mindset where you're like, without that person, I'm nothing. Mm. Ooh, that is literally one of the trickiest, scariest mindsets. And I've been there, but it's not true. No. Because you can actually find that. Whatever that person is, quote unquote, making you feel inside, you can find that within yourself. And I really believe that once you're an integrated, a fairly integrated person, that's when you can actually navigate all this and figure out what you're being pulled to, who you're being pulled to, instead of being directed by the subconscious, the shadows, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm working on it and bringing those things out from my shadows so I can just navigate the world, not just in love relationships, but really understanding, okay, where am I, where's my heart really pulling me versus the shadows of obligation and guilt. Yeah. I was also thinking about um, jealousy. Um, I think that sometimes when you look at somebody and you feel, Oh God, you know, you feel that that jealousy or, or what, what feels like jealousy. It's not, really jealousy it's more admiration Mm. and inspiration and so turn it around turn that around and look at it and say like wait no hold on I'm not jealous I actually would love to learn what they're doing yeah or I'm really happy for them that's so cool I want to know more about that instead of uh keeping yourself away from it uh 
fake competition all the time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that there's a way to really put a positive spin on that. Um, yeah. I agree. I love yeah. it. I'll pull a real quick card for you. Oh, okay. On the thing, and then cool. um, on on the pod on the thing on the podcast, and yeah. then we'll wrap it up. So if you want to, oh, you shuffle. don't even need a shuffle. If you want to, like s- s- okay. spread them out spread and feel it. what's, yeah. Oh, you're a good spreader. I'm a good spreader. That was really beautiful. All right, my yeah. husband like to hear that. She's a good spreader. She can All spread right. it. So whatever card is speaking to you. This one. Okay. Okay. The page of cups, and I'm going to show Miss Liz. There's a girl. And she's looking into this cup and it's interesting. It's like there's news that's like here. Like it's like this lesson of news. Like like the universe is sending you a message through a deep emotional lesson. Um, (laughs) I feel like this one was. You want that one too? Can I have Um, that? Yeah, yeah. But but first let me read into this one where it's like. There's something about really looking, what you were kind of talking about, like looking at this emotional way of being that's no longer serving you. Mm. So that's like the news is like, if yeah. you can really take this message that's really important about slowing down, slowing down and understanding that your emotional reservoir is within you, that's not something to chase even in the external. Yes. You don't yes. need to run to these places out of, yeah. oh, but I, I have to... Well, I think it's partly the actress in me too is like you need constant um affirmation that you're doing a good job or that you are a good actor like auditions you don't get feedback you do your audition you leave and you're like was I okay yeah and I think it's like finding it within myself and not running to other places to find it just like okay I already have it yes and then we'll do this other one that was I don't know why that's speaking to me eight of pentacles yes putting your head down and getting to work on the things you love like Liz yeah just did this amazing started an amazing web series that's about to go back into production called um, Momstress. Momstress, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Momstress. I always Mom-tress. say Momstress. Everybody says that. I've, I've almost like thinking I should change the name, but it's already out there. Momstress. Everyone. It's, it's ar- fine. Yeah, I mean, no. It, no, but everybody says Momstress because it's like the stress of being a mom. Momstress. Oh, Momstress. Oh. But, so it's kind of both, even though it's Momstress. But anyway, um, I, I am getting to work. I am I am getting to work on it. And I think that when I'm when I'm not working on it, I get distracted by other things. But when I am working on it, I, my purpose shines through. Yeah. Um, and I think that everybody's got a story to tell. And I feel like that's my story. And so I got to keep telling it. Um, I think, yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's like the news. Yes. Slow it down. Focus on this. Focus on my stuff. Get to work. Yes. That's the important thing. And like all the other stuff is noise. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? Um, so uh, you can go to um, lizsamuel.com to, to see what I'm up to uh, or momtress, M-O-M-T-R-E-S-S. It's the combo of mom and actress. And um, so that short film is showing the pilot to that series is a short film and it's showing at several festivals. Soho is coming up June 18th and Long Island is July 18th. And then um, I hope to release it online soon. And then we'll shoot the other episodes in August. So, Yay. yeah, that's what I'm, I'm proud up to. of you for doing Thank that. Thank you. Thanks. I checked out the the pilot and um, it's fucking amazing. Aww. She blew me away. Thank you, Kate. Thanks. It was both. There was humor and it was touching. And I don't want to give anything away. It was really Thanks. good. Thanks. Um, I, I'm inspired by you, Kate. Your, your um, infectious um, positivity and spirituality and laughter is like you know, important to be around. I need an infusion of Kate every, every so often. I love you, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> You've inspired me since we've met too. Oh, good. Seriously. I'm so glad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, the thing I am so excited about is my huge dance party. Liz went to the <gasps> first one. It was so fun. I love just dancing. It's oh back. My God. It's yes. back. It's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at a place called Skamansky. It's June 29th, 7 to 10 p.m. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite. Put in Break Free and my name if you need to, but you'll you'll see the tickets there. It's going to be wild. My friend Julio is going to be rapping as his persona, Lil Young Big. Um, I'm going to do a rap, I think, Woo-hoo! at the end. But yeah, it's going to be amazing hip hop music. So come out. Also check out my new website, thekatewolf.com. It'll have all my healing events and the next Dragon Sorcery will be up there. Um, yeah. And oh, and Patreon. I still have my Patreon going for those of you who would like to help donate to uh, Patreon. It's this it's like for artists. It helps you basically live and fund projects. So it's to help fund the podcast. The podcast is going to go regardless. It's really just to help me out because money's been a bit tight, but I am really, really hopeful that with the break free now that I found a new place, I think that's going to end up. Everyone buy tickets to break free. Everyone. I'm I'm hoping that that's going to be the thing that really helps me. Everybody needs to dance. Everyone needs to dance. Plus it's good exercise. Oh, so you burn a few calories while you're having a great time. Like, come on, right? And I'm going to wear an even more wild outfit than last time. Oh, good. I hope you'll be (laughs) humping the floor again. I will. I bought knee pads. Yes, I bought them. (laughs) I have knee pads now. Thank goodness. I had such bad bruises. Listen to me. I know you're younger than me, but still, you got to protect those joints. (laughs) I'll tell you I was like okay the next day I was like gotta get knee pads no so I have the knee pads they're not as I tried them on and I was twerking on the floor it's not as fun because you slide a little bit more But I'll You'll make it work. I'll figure it out. Work with Can you imagine I have to like glue some weird stuff on to the knee, like little like sticky spike thing? I don't know. Yeah, I'll yeah. figure it out. Like cleat, like yeah, knee pad cleat like. <laughs> <laughs> People are oh like, she kind of looks sexy. She kind of looks like an idiot, but okay. But watch out! Watch out for those knees. Yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta protect your knees. But um, well, thanks for coming on, Liz. Thank you. I, I love, love you. Here. I love and you too. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.